a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Next is now. We're always looking ahead to seeing what's on the horizon, how that's playing out uh, right here, right now. And an interesting new report from Axios says uh, live sports events still dominate TV watching. Will it last? What does it mean? So, of course, we had to go to the ultimate inside source, KSL News Radio's own Alex Keery, coast host uh, with our good buddy Scott Mitchell on KSL's Unrivaled. Alex, thanks for joining us today. You bet, Boyd. How's it going? Doing good, doing good. So this was fascinating to me as I looked at all of the top broadcasts over the last year. 21 out of the 25 most watched broadcasts were all sports. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, we love our sports here in the United States. We've always loved it. Uh, not just the United States, worldwide. I mean, that's the biggest viewing across the world is, uh, you know, your crickets, your soccers, your F1s. We have a different brand of sports, and we have a much uh, bigger mix of things that we enjoy watching compared to the rest of the world. But as it all started getting back, I think people wanted to feel a little bit more normal. That was a pretty immediate way to do it. And yeah. It's relatively inexpensive, you know, so it's one more kind of like tick back to looking like we're getting back to normal. Of course, we've had the latest slide, so who knows what it's going to look like in the fall again. But, yeah, people, it was a, it's an easy way for people to kind of show that they want something to return yeah. back to the past a little bit. Yeah, so fascinating. And the, so the really interesting thing to me uh, was out of all of the sports that Americans watched over the past year, almost all of them, with the exception of a uh, few of the Olympic nights, they were all NFL football. If, if yeah. you're in the NBA or Major League Baseball or hockey, are, are you nervous that the only thing Americans are really watching is football? Well, the most consistent one last year was football. I mean, that was the only one that we looked at and went, what is the NFL going to do? I mean, college football had shut down uh, basically halfway. I mean, you had uh, a yeah. half a season for some of the bigger conferences. And the NFL was the one where everybody looked and went, well, they're, they don't look like they're canceling anything. So the TV schedule just kind of stayed with the watching. And they benefited massively from the fact that a lot of events were uh, either canceled or they didn't feel normal. They were they were time shifted, and we are seasonal watchers. You know, the NBA had to make a weird decision where they said, uh, "Well, we can go back to the regular schedule of 82 games that we start in October, competing with football during the middle of all of it, or we can kind of start this new reality that we saw last year, where it's just start around Christmas, which would be amazing." But they just they did not want to risk it. They didn't even Adam Silver was like, "I'm not going to risk it." They just went straight to, "We're going to go back to the way we used to do it." Uh, football benefited massively from the fact that everybody else seemed to, you know, uh, still be nervous about how they're going to get their leagues going and 
And, you know, the Olympics was funny, too, because we overall the, you know, Salt Lake City watches the heck out of the Olympics. Yeah. We all do here. We <laughs> love it. You know, and it was like we are always one of the top markets for watching the Olympics. But the Olympics viewing, the Olympic viewing was down uh, mostly uh, from what you, the traditional watching. There was a lot of digital streaming, but the Olympic Olympic views tended to be a lot smaller than they used to be. I think people were just wondering, like, is this it feels a little bit like it's kind of gone off halfway a little I think if you followed the storylines, you obviously knew differently. But yeah. uh, then you had, but then you have this weird stuff to Boyd, where we're like, we're just guessing at what this thing's going to look like because Major League Baseball had that uh, Field of Dreams game last yeah. week, which was uh, uh, don't pardon the pun, it's totally intended. It was super corny the way they rolled it out. It was like <laughs> all sorts of like you know try to pull at your heartstrings. I fell for it. Yeah, Scott and I were listening to James <laughs> Horner soundtrack during the show. You nice. know, talking about Field of Dreams like the whole time. And and you know, I I am a sucker for that stuff, but. Uh, and it had the biggest ratings that Major League Baseball had had since 2005 during a regular season viewing of a game. Wow. So you go, well, that worked. That yeah. worked for them. But it was also a weird one-off. And so all these executives are excited by some of the numbers. Certainly the NFL loves the numbers. They are already a, a you know, a billion dollar, uh, you know, a $5 billion revenue a year, you know, business. So it's just one of those things that we're we're still guessing along the way here and, it's anybody's guess, too, because we watch in weird ways and we watch weird stuff now compared to what we used to 10 years ago, even. Yeah. And uh, as someone who has walked in that cornfield uh, in Dyersville, uh, Iowa, I've actually been there, been in the corn. Uh, I have, too. It's a, it's a it's a sacred baseball experience. It is. So much so that I so much so that I stole an, an ear of corn. Just to yeah. Just, just to take to it home. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hey, before I let you go, Alex, uh, I, I want to get to the idea of. You know, why some of these numbers are down. I think you've hit a lot of the things in terms of the uncertainty, the weirdness of some of the seasons and the scheduling. Uh, there also seems to be an element, and I've heard this just from a, a more anecdotal from a lot of folks that I chat with uh, who are just like, you know what, I'm not watching the NBA or the WNBA. It's too political. It's too in your face right. in terms of social issues and so on. <clears throat> are we seeing a, a kind of fatigue of that in terms of our watching? What's, what's your sense? Well, you know, the NFL gave us like a, a mini sort of experiment to look look at that a couple of years ago with the uh, with the whole kneeling during the national yeah. anthem stuff. I mean, they kind of they were it was kind of the first uh, of everything before even the pandemic. And, right. you know, and so you had the Colin Kaepernick deal and everyone looked and said, OK, NFL, I'm never going to watch you again. And the NFL kind of dared them to do it. And they did. And the, the viewing dipped a little bit. And it was like, oh, man, I think people are going away from the NFL. And then the following year, it was as if nothing had happened. It just went yeah. right back and even had bigger ratings. And so I think that there might be an element of that. I think that, that less and less of that affects it. The thing that affects it the most is just the bandwidth that we have as human beings to be able to, you know, absorb the entertainment stuff that's around us. You know, I just there's not enough time in the day to even scroll through the channels of the things that are available, you know, let alone actually sit on one and, and, you know, write a game out for two and a half or three hours. So, um, and that's a cheap answer because we always hear that, but ask yourself what, how your kids watch TV. Yeah. Uh, ask yourself how you personally do. In my case, I watch TV maybe, and it's a, and it's, uh, you know, it's recorded or whatever. Maybe it is live. And I got my phone in the hand at the same time. Right. right. So does my wife. And it's so like, we are such dunces for like the technology stuff. And, yeah. and if you think the kids aren't doing triplicate of that, then you're dead wrong. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, the thing that we really care about most is that everybody's listening uh, to two hours of Inside Sources from 1 to 3 and two hours of KSL's Unrivaled with Alex Curie and Scott Mitchell from 7 that's to all 9. The, that's, all the attention, that's all the attention that Scott and I can pay to anything. It's not just about the <laughs> listeners. It's about us. We can't, we can't pay attention to each other after that. So, uh, Fantastic. Great insight, as always. Alex Curie, thanks for joining us today. See you, Boyd. All right. Uh, love Alex and Scott, and they actually have. If you if you haven't tuned in to Unrivaled uh, in the evening, seven to nine here on KSL News Radio, uh, that is a sophisticated conversation. Uh, that is not just two guys uh, rattling off sports statistics. Uh, that is a very complex conversation that is really engaging. Uh, we love it at my house. Uh, my wife Debbie and I. It's like they're talking about things that really matter. And all the nuanced pieces of sports, the personalities, the egos, the leadership principles, the strategy. Uh, and it is a great listen. Uh, if you haven't tuned into that recently, check out uh, Alex Curie and Scott Mitchell on KSL's Unrivaled every night uh, from 7 to 9 here on KSL News Radio. Uh, and again, just to kind of round out this segment, uh, th- this whole thing, all of these numbers were just really interesting to me. Uh, one, just how dominant uh, NFL football was in terms of our viewing. I think Alex raised a really important point as it relates to just our attention span, our bandwidth, how many devices we're on, all the things we're tracking from movies and music to sports to politics and everything else going on in our lives. So it is getting complicated and the viewership of so many things is becoming fragmented. Uh, and so to me, the question ultimately becomes, so where does that take entertainment next uh, in terms of sports, in terms of programming, in terms of movies? Uh, all of those uh, get uh, factored in in a really interesting and a really unique way. Well, Vice President Kamala Harris and former Ambassador U- to the U.N. Nikki Haley may appear to be on a collision course for a run for the presidency. They may be on opposite sides of the political aisle. But BYU professor Evan Ward joins us next to talk about some of the universal values that could actually bring all of us together. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.